Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moors, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. And by High V. The world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs Radio Network sideline reporter and host of Fesco in the Morning, Josh Klingler. If you want to hear more from the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, tune in with us every Friday morning at 7.30 and every Monday at 4 o'clock on The Drive. The Drive also exclusively talks to Patrick Mahomes each and every Monday at 3.10. On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now, let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Welcome to the home. For the fourth time in five years, welcome. we're going to the Super Bowl. Welcome to the home of the AFC champion, Kansas City Chiefs. This score just in. Chiefs 17, Ravens 10. And we got to bring the Lamar home trophy home once again. The trophy named after our founder. Lamar Hunt, and to win that baby four times and to go on to the Super Bowl is huge. Let me just go through some things here. I mentioned our fourth Super Bowl in six years. The third team in NFL history to do that. The Bills did it in the early 90s. The Patriots did it from 2014 to 2018. Travis Kelsey became the all-time NFL postseason receptions leader. 156 postseason catches, taking out the uh, great Jerry Rice, the awesome 49ers wide receiver. Harrison Butt, butt kicker. From 52, it is good. And he ties Adam Vinatieri's all-time National Football League postseason record for 50-plus yard field goals. That is huge. And Patrick Mahomes gets his 14th playoff victory to go 14-3 and in the playoffs. That ties Peyton Manning, Terry Bradshaw, and John Elway. And he's done it in his first six years as the QB1. That is 
huge. But we all know now, because we all heard about the Ravens' defense, right? Greatest one in 54 years, right. They deserved it. They were a really good defense. Can we talk about the Kansas City Chiefs defense? It's the same thing I said at the end of the game in Germany. Can we talk about these guys? For two months, two months in the second half, they have allowed single digits to their opponents, including all three playoff games. And when you neutralize Lamar Jackson in that Ravens offense the way this Chiefs defense is, did you were able to put the hammer down, baby. Or you get taunted by Zay Flowers after a 54-yard catch, and he tries to spin the ball into Legereus Sneed's nose. Oh, wait a minute. I think I'm going to get a touchdown. No, I'm not, because you were able to put the hammer down. Way to go, Legereus Sneed. Interception by Deion Bush. Put the hammer down. And to torment Lamar Jackson into that game was fantastic. we got a great show for you tonight because we're going to have the president of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mark Donovan, here tonight. Past 15 years of his service, not only to our organization, he has been involved uh, throughout his entire career uh, with the uh, National Football League. He worked in the league office for many, many years. He is the prepare-to-win guy. He was pouring concrete before everybody got excited when it was tough. At the end of those difficult years in uh, 09, 10, 11, and 12, he was keeping the uh, fuse lit like a lot of the fans here that I see the faces. We have got the geeks here tonight. They are here in full force. All the way around the horn from Caveman Bob to Susie Bling Bling, the Snowstorm Sandy, uh, Poofhead Geek is here with their date. All right. Cindy Lou Who is here tonight. Uh, Elvis is here tonight. We brought Elvis back. Weird, Weird Wolf is here tonight. Puppet Lady's here tonight. The Red Coders are here tonight. Hey, hey, Paula's here tonight. Mary's driven all the way from Stafford, Kansas, uh, down by Hutchinson. And the Woodards are here tonight. Big A-Dub. Austin Woodard here from Joplin, Missouri with Dom, who's a five-star recruit as a lineman. And he's not yet one year old, but that's our close to one. But anyway, Dom is here tonight, the D-Dub man. Anyway, we've got awesome folks here tonight. Our chief meteorologist here saying everything's great, right? The skies are sunny. It's going to be clear and perfect. All right, it feels that way to me, okay? I uh, don't want to leave anybody out. We are joined electronically tonight by a crew from Germany who is watching us, right? All right, it's uh, in the morning there. So it's, uh, it's a Guten Morgen, actually, I think. So it's, a, it's not Guten Nacht. It's Guten Morgen. So uh, a toast to you. So schuss, schuss to the victory. Uh, super with das Spiel uh, going for the Chiefs. It was great. And then we are joined tonight in uh, Houston, Texas. Or is it Phoenix, Arizona? Phoenix, Arizona joining us electronically. And also joining us tonight from Copenhagen, Denmark. So that's what we got going on tonight. It is red, and it is real, and it is rowdy. We're getting ready to play Super Bowl 58. And think about that, the number of the late Derek Thomas, number 58. How sweet would it be to win this game, to do it for Derek, and to win back-to-back Super Bowls for the first time by any team in almost two decades. That would be huge. Hy-Vee gets you ready for the big game. 
You can have a pre-week party if you want. Uh, they've got everything here. Remember, you can score the savings uh, after. Uh, you can, that's still good for tonight. Uh, but you also, they are your uh, big game headquarters for everything you need for your big giant party you're going to have. Uh, they're awesome here at Hy-Vee, the official grocery partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. So make sure a lot of you do your shopping after the show. I mean, we've got a sellout crowd here tonight. I didn't even mention we're at 64th Street, Hy-Vee, near the National. This is one of our favorite locations. In fact, our first Super Bowl celebration victory was here at this location. Uh, we are just west of I-29, as if you're going to the airport north. Uh, we're just west of I-29 at the 64th Street exit, exit 5, I believe, near the National Golf Course. But we'll wedge you in here. we got a crowbar, and uh, we'll, we'll find a spot for you because we're having some fun tonight. As uh, Dom, our leader tonight, Dom Woodard from Joplin, Missouri, is right there, buddy, ready to go. All right, when we uh, come back, we're going to hear from head coach Andy Reid, and then later we'll be joined by the president of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mark Donovan. Back after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Play clock is at 9 seconds. Game clock at 44 seconds. Chiefs 35, Titans 24. Austin Ryder snaps to Mahomes and a knee. He goes to a knee and a backflip by Demarcus Robinson. That is going to do it. 50 years of waiting. 50 years. And the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. 18 seconds. They will count it down here at Arrowhead Stadium. The Chiefs kingdom hoping, hoping, hoping their dreams have come true. Hail, hail to the king of the Chiefs kingdom forever. Because today, the team that Lamar Hunt founded has just won Lamar Hunt's trophy in the stadium that was Lamar Hunt's dream. Kansas City is the AFC champion. They are headed to Miami for Super Bowl 54. Final score, Kansas City 35, Tennessee 24. Welcome back to the Hy-Vee on 64th Street. Again, it's like you're going to the airport. Just go west uh, of I-29 on the 64th Street exit near the National Golf Course. We're going to have uh, President Mark Donovan with us uh, after we talk to Coach. But let's bring him in now. Four trips to the Super Bowl uh, in the last five seasons. That's only been done twice in National Football League history. Coach Andy Reid with us now. Coach, congratulations on another great run and another incredible victory. Uh, I appreciate it, Mitch. I, I thought the guys played their hearts out, man. That's a that's a tough place to play. Uh, a lot of purple there, man. And uh, our, our fans were great, um, the ones that could get tickets. And, um, and then – our coaches had a good game plan and I thought the players, you know, they, they played their hearts out and that's all you can ask for. We've walked into two cauldrons <laughs> here and back to back to get these two road wins. What about this team, the way they've done it? And yesterday you kind of alluded to it, but to do it in these circumstances. Yeah, it takes a, it takes grit to, to be able to do that and confidence in yourself to go into a place, um, that uh, I mean, these are two football cities uh, with great fan support, and to go in there and to be able to um, you know just rip their hearts out it ends up being 
it's not an easy thing to do. You've got to, you've got to have that unity, that togetherness, <clears throat> all those things that we've gone through the highs and lows with and still been in a position to do this. You've got to have that uh, to get you, yourself through. Um, and, and, you know, when it's all said and done, it's a little surreal when you're, when you're at another person's stadium and you're receiving uh, an award. I mean, that's, uh, it's different, but it, what it does is it just brings it even more together and you get to see you're, you're looking at your players. They're there. You're not, you're not, um, it's not with, with the fan support and all that. I mean, we had a few of them still there, which was great, but it really was about those guys that were right there. And um, that was, uh, again, a bit surreal. I, I, I'm a big fan of John Harbaugh and, <clears throat> and what he's done at Baltimore, but it, it was just, it was just a different. That's a little different feeling. We love we love Arrowhead. We love getting those things here, right here at Arrowhead. It's I mean it's it, it's exciting, uh, but this was as far as just being able to be together with the guys right there. It was great. But to grip that trophy in a year where we lost Norma uh, during the off season. And I remember you telling me about a 1999 visit after you had just gotten the head coaching job at Philadelphia of Lamar Hunt talking to you. To have that trophy in your clutches with that group that the scene you just uh, just described, how awesome was that? Yeah, no, that was awesome. I, I told Clark I would have mentioned Norma's name after the after the thing, but I would have started crying. <laughs> she, I mean, she's a she's a great one, and uh, you know, holding that trophy meant everything for sure. You mentioned the resilience of this team. There's some individuals I want to ask you about, and one is the play by Snead. He had just got the 54-yarder and the taunting call against Zay Flowers. I mean, right after that, he punches the ball out at the one. What does that say about the toughness of this team and Legereus Snead? Well, Legereus is one of our real good leaders, first of all. Um, tremendous person, tremendous competitor. Um, and you've seen it all year. Uh, you've seen him challenge the best receivers <clears throat> on all the all these teams, and it doesn't matter, if, you know, where the team, the best receivers. He, he's been he's been on them, and for him to do what he did there, I thought was, you know, just another part of his story as a Kansas City Chief. MVS is another. It's hadn't been exactly a fun season all the way through, but for him to come back, the two catches he made in Buffalo and then this one yesterday. Yeah, incredible. I mean, my, my heart goes out to, to that kid because he, he's worked through all the highs and the lows. Um, and that it's that grit. I mean, that, that's the toughness that I'm talking about uh, that this team possesses. So <clears throat> here he works through it and, um, you know, comes up with, with two games, just huge catches. And, um, again, I was so happy for him. Another one's Allegretti. I got a text this morning from the voice of the Illini. I said, you guys need to be Illini proud of Nick Allegretti. What did he do yesterday? Yeah, well, listen, I, <laughs> he got in there and battled is what he did. He, he's, a, he's a tough kid. He's, he's very, very intelligent. He's very, very tough. Um, Ex-wrestler, so he's got that kind of weebly balance that he has and um and nothing is pretty there's nothing pretty about it he's just gonna bite scratch fight i mean he just does it all um that way and you know he he's 100 percent in just he's all about the team 
This Baltimore defense we faced was historic and what they'd been able to How big was it for Patrick to get off to a good rhythm? He was 11 out of his first 11. Yeah, that's crazy against that defense. I mean, that, that defense is is wild. I mean, they're they're so good. His ability, the things that get passed up about him, uh, we all know the great plays and we know the great personality and the leadership. We, we know all that. But uh, the way he managed the game, using his check downs, took a sack at the end. Um, you know, he just, he, to keep the clock running. I mean, all the, all these little things that he does, getting us in all these formations, uh, making sure everybody kind of knows what they're doing. Um, and, um, and then he had on the play, <laughs> you know, how he, how he plays his grit, uh, the, to come out there on that last one, knowing it's a blitz situation to give uh, MVS a, an opportunity and uh, to make a play, to put it, just put it up there and say, hey, go get it, dude. We trust you. I mean, come on. I mean, that's that's awesome stuff, man, awesome stuff. You got to love that part of it. And that's the part that kind of gets lost in the mix when we go through this thing. We, we see all the other stuff. <clears throat> Headed now to Super Bowl 58, but I was counting up. This roster we've got has a combined 352 playoff wins. Our first and second year guys, Coach, are 58-0 and 0 in the playoffs. How much did that show up yesterday in the second half, especially when that game was like getting down to the nitty-gritty, and what can that do to help us in Super Bowl 58? Yeah, there, there was no, uh, you know, there, there wasn't a, a panic or any of that. It was just, it was the offensive guys supporting the defensive guys, the defensive guys supporting the offensive guys. <clears throat> um, uh, again, the things that got us to where we're at um, at the tightest times showed up. So how will that help us in the Super Bowl? Well, look, we're going against a good football team. The 49ers are a heck of a football team. Very, very talented, very well coached. So, um, you know, not everything's going to go perfect. I mean, that's not that's not how these games go in the NFL. And so you you've got to be able to battle through things. You got to be able to do it for four quarters. And and so our guys have done that. They they that's kind of what they're going to take with them is that 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 thing. And it'll be no more important than it will be in the in the Super Bowl. So as we prepare for it, I think our guys, you know, they, they understand that they they kind of have accepted that, uh, you know, every game, well, let's get it going, man. Four quarters of good, hard football. You've taught me a lot in 11 seasons. What you've taught me in these four Super Bowl trips is the importance <laughs> of this week, this week. There is so much that goes into this week. How do you maximize this week, and how can it help you win next week? Yeah, so, Mitch, we've got to make sure that we get everything done here before we get down there uh, it can be a bit chaotic in a, in a good way, but I mean, it can be a bit chaotic once you get to the city. So um, while, while you've got some what uh, a piece uh, here and uh, routine, then then you stick to it and, and you get your game plan in. The coaches push and, and let's get the game plan done. Um, let's install it and give it to the players. And then once we get down there, we can go back through and review it and fine-tune it for the game but for right now i mean we're cranking away and 
I mean, it started early this morning, um, started on the plane actually. And in some cases, so just, um, getting it going for, uh, where we've got everything in before we, we get on that plane. And the logistics, friends, family, wanting tickets. Uh, I mean, this, this game is nothing but distractions. What about all of that, even aside from the football the guys have got to get down? Yeah, they've got a couple of days here that they can knock that out. Um, so they'll be in today, and then uh, we'll have a team meeting, and then they'll, they'll have a couple of days off. But get all that stuff done, knocked out. <clears throat> so when we go down there, you, you've uh, eliminated some of these distractions. Before we let you go, two guys I want to ask you about because there was NFL history made again yesterday. Kels passing Jerry Rice with the most postseason receptions. Your reaction to that? Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, Jerry Rice goes down as the best, you know, the best ever wide receiver. And I mean, here's Kels just, uh, you know, doing he's unbelievable. I mean, every week it's something new. I mean, he lays out parallel to the ground and makes a phenomenal catch. Pat trusts him and puts it up, kind of ball going sideways. And it just knows that Kels is going to be there. Kels lays out two inches off the ground and makes a catch without it touching the, the ground. I mean, it's incredible. So it's one of those after another every week and we're, we're, we're spoiled to death by it. And, um, you know, I, 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 I try to cherish every one of them the best, the best we can and keep, Keep calling him, right? Keep dialing him up. The other's butt. <clears throat> but it's a 52-yard field goal, uh, another clutch field goal at the end of the half. It ties Adam Vinatieri for the most 50-plus-yard field goals in postseason history. Your reaction to that? Well, it's great against his arch nemesis. Uh, you know, it's even better. Those, those kickers are competitive now, and they, they had a good one uh, <laughs> in Baltimore. So, um you know, that's great for him to do that. And Vinatieri, he's a Hall of Fame kicker. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. So, but Bucker, again, he's another one of those guys that uh, you take for granted. And here here we sit with him every day, and I watch him boom these things every day, consistently boom them. And, um, you know, we're just lucky to have him. He's a heck of a player. We're lucky to have you. Thanks for coming here. I'm not. I'm gonna say it 500 more times, hopefully. But congratulations on this win, and we got a shot to go get another one. We'll let you go and get back to work. All right, redhead. Hi, hi to those redheads out there too. They're fired up. I'm telling you what, they are juiced up tonight. Thank you to head All coach right. Andy Reid. We'll be back with Chiefs President Mark Donovan. We come back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. snap Mahomes goes to a knee the trophy stays here because the Lamar Hunt trophy stays anchored in the hearts of everyone who shares Lamar Hunt's vision the Chiefs kingdom captures the trophy and it stays here yes the Chiefs are back-to-back AFC champions and the Super Bowl 54 champions are ready to run it back. They are headed to Super Bowl 55 as a road team to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Chiefs win the AFC Championship 38, Buffalo 24. Welcome back. 
And a special thanks. Awesome crowd here tonight, man. We got you jammed in. We're at the Hy-Vee, the Wahlburgers inside Hy-Vee on 64th Street, just west of I-29. We'll wedge you in here somehow, uh, very near the National Golf Club. This is the place where we had our Super Bowl 54 celebration, if you recall the last show of that year uh, to, for our first Super Bowl championship. And a special thanks to Steve Spector, um, program director of our flagship station and also with the uh, Chiefs Radio Network for putting together each highlight, if you'll listen to it, is the end of the each AFC championship victory. Uh, so we've got two down and two to go uh, as we uh, bring you our show tonight. Again, great crowd tonight. we got folks joining us from Germany, uh, from also Denmark, and from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And so appreciate you all coming out. But it's now time to welcome our special guests. Someday, maybe, I'll write a book because I'm going to tell the story. He is so much more a part of this success than people realize. Uh, he talked about preparing us to succeed. Uh, when he, and he's been here 15, over into his 16th year. But honestly, to get Coach Reed here and to, be, to start what has been the last 11 years, which has been remarkable, and now to have a team that is going uh, to its fourth Super Bowl uh, in a span of five years is remarkable. But ladies and gentlemen, please welcome President of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mark Donovan. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Well, that's pretty awesome. You haven't had that big a cheer since you won the Ivy for Brown <laughs> as a quarterback. It's been a little time, yeah. <laughs> That's been awesome uh, to have you here tonight. You're so busy. Uh, but I just need to ask you about this team, this team. Coach always says every team is different. This 2023, now into 24, Chiefs team, what they've done and how they've done it, your reaction to what you've seen. Yeah, I think Coach said it very well. Every team is different, and um, – you know, going into every year, you're not really sure what you have for a couple of weeks and then a couple of months, and then it sort of evolves. I was thinking about this on the plane last night, and this may sound a little cliche-ish, but I was thinking about you, and you're better at these cliches than I am. But this team, to me, it's really three, three, three different things. It's leaders lead, and we have some of the best leaders we've ever had. Think about not only the players, but the coaches, mm. the people who've been around this organization for the last 15 years we just have really really good leaders and you saw that I heard you talking earlier today you, you saw that and heard that yesterday in the locker room prior to the game with Travis I mean you, you see this guy lead all offseason you see him lead in training camp you see him lead on the on the field I've never witnessed a more focused driven leader it's, it's one thing to be emotional, but it's another to actually lead with that emotion. And he really set the tone mm. for our entire team yesterday. Um, and then the second one is players make plays, right? And so when you look at that game yesterday, we had big-time players make big-time plays. And then we had role players step in at the right time, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Devin Bush comes off, off the bench. Three plays later, he's picking off the touchdown that really shouldn't have been, and, <laughs> and we've got a chance to not only stop them, but also get a turnover and then turn it back around. And then you can't say enough about players making plays without mentioning L.J. Sneed. I mean, his, his whole season, but that game is just a microcosm of what he did uh, all season long for us. And then the final thing I think with this team especially is winners win. 
winners win. In other words, you you got to learn how to win. And I think that you got to have winners who have that confidence and can really build that confidence in the guys. When, when you're having a rough season, having guys who are winners say, this is how we do this, right? You've heard it from guys saying, now we're in the playoffs. Now it gets real, right? And so many guys talking about how we're going to win and the things we need to do to win, the commitment we need to make to win, win the playoffs. And then, you know, that, that winning begets winning too. So, you know, the more you do it, the better you get at it. But I think that's the other thing you saw a little bit in Buffalo, but also especially last night is, Experience matters. Mm. You know, going into a playoff game like that, we all knew. We talked about it beforehand. Like, you get into the second half of that game, a lot of guys on the other side of the line had never been there, right? A lot of our guys had. A lot of our young guys have. And that's a huge difference maker. So, I, I mean, it's a fun team to be around. It's been an amazing year. It's been a challenging year. I think it's one of the things that makes this team unique. That's going to be something we're going to look back on years from now and go, that was a pretty special team. As a follow-up, that, that is huge. <laughs> now, some of you were there yesterday, and my wife Tammy's here. I know Austin was there. Uh, and some were in Buffalo. And, that, and the experience factor, the number I've been putting out there now after yesterday, our, our team has a combined playoff win total of 353 wins. Our rookies and second-year guys are 58-0 and 0 in the postseason, which is nuts. But I want to ask you about the toughness. You played the game, and some of you are in Buffalo, some of you are in Baltimore. The toughness of this team to win those two games in those venues. Yeah, I go back to the same points, right? Leaders lead, and I think Pat especially going into that Buffalo game, all the talk about an away playoff game and everything like that, he took that on, and you felt it all practice week. And he was so locked in that guys just followed that. And I think that leadership but also that toughness and – I think that uh, especially this week, you know, the, the O-line, the D-line took it as a challenge. We knew we were going to get bullied up. We knew that was, that was their game plan. And to see they, the way they reacted, the way they responded. And, you know, obviously sitting here today, it's, and a lot of the guys use this line, but it's, it's really satisfying to know, you know, the one thing you can do to a bully is hit him in the mouth. <laughs> and you got to see how they react, right? And we got to do that yesterday and it worked out in our favor. Man, I love it. So well stated. Like players play, and I mean, leaders lead, players make plays, and uh, winners win. That's, uh, that's awesome, a way to capitalize this team. And then to take on the bully, you know how this works. <laughs> you're able to put the hammer down, baby. You've got it. There's several things you have said in the time we have been together, as uh, so we now enter, uh, headed toward 20 years together. But you said something last year. I said, so. Uh, something innocuous question like, what do you think after the second Super Bowl? This is after the celebration uh, when we won a year ago. And you said winning two. Winning two is, and I, it, it just, it resonated with me about what that meant to win two. So my follow-up would be <laughs> to win three. Yeah. What would that mean? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> no better feeling than what we do, right? There's no better feeling than holding that trophy. Because um, you know how hard it how much work it takes and how hard it is to get there and everything has to follow your way in order to do that. Um, I think my comment to you know, the second one, and to be fair, in the modern era, right? Um, in our time frame, at least, this is the second one, but um, one, second one's sort of a separator, right? There are a lot of teams in the National Football League, and there are some that haven't, who get that Super Bowl. And that's a, an amazing accomplishment. It's so hard to get back. 
you know that if you've gone through it. So when you do it the second time, it's like, wow, right? <laughs> um, now, to do it a third time in a short time frame and then do it back to back, mm -hmm. that's a whole nother level. It really is. And it, it just shows you the commitment, first and foremost, from the guys, the players on the field. But every single person around them has to be equally committed. We talk about the coaches. You don't talk about the trainers. You don't talk about the PT guys. You don't talk about the people behind the scenes who make this work. And one of the proudest things, one of the things I'm most proud of with this organization is we've become a place where people don't leave unless it's for a really, really good opportunity. And they probably got the good opportunity because they've had so much success here, right? That continuity is really powerful in what we do. Um, so we're talking about that today, getting ready for going out to Las Vegas. We got a lot of people who are used to this. They know how to do this, right? It's a really smooth operation and that continuity makes a difference too, even in those things. It's, I want to ask you because for years, you know, we always had the hope of trying to get to the Super Bowl and somebody put it on Twitter, you can find it. I was wrapping up the final game of the 2012 season. It's just, and I got tears in my eyes to think what it's happened in these 11 years. But I always wondered, why is there a bye week before Super Bowl? Like, can we just play it? Now I know why. Oh, my goodness. This week, yeah. what it means and how much is involved in the logistics of this mm -hmm. week for the guys on the team and the coaches, but everybody in your auspices. Yeah, so it starts uh, about six days ago. Prior to the AFC Championship game, you actually have a team of people who go out to the Super Bowl city and actually scout everything out. And you can't really talk about it, right? Because from a superstitious standpoint, you haven't won the game yet and all those things. But those people are out there doing everything we need to do so that, you know, Friday, Saturday of this week, Saturday in the hotel in Baltimore, we're having meetings about, okay, when this happens, here's all the things that have to take place on, on Sunday night. That leads into this morning. You know, we're in there first thing. We land at whatever time last night. We get back in, and we're at work with a whole team of people from on location, partner of ours, who comes on site. So when the coaches walk in at 11 o'clock this morning, they walk into a cafeteria, and everything is in front of them. They know exactly what they have to do, and we get it all done today so that all they have to do right now is focus on what's the task at hand, and they're not dealing with all these distractions. So... There's so much going into it, and our team, we have a stadium committee, I'm sorry, a Super Bowl committee. They started meeting probably four months ago. I mean, when a lot of people in this room, a lot of people at Chiefs King were wondering if we possibly somehow could make a Super Bowl, <laughs> we were already planning on how we we're going to do this as efficiently, as effectively as possible, and make it the best experience ever. And all that work and all that preparing for success creates the opportunity where Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week, I mean, it's turnkey, and that helps us be successful next week when we get to Las Vegas. It's just so easy, folks, to take it for granted, it, it, and it's why we're winning. Um, coach, I've, I've learned a lot from you and Coach down through the years, but one thing I've learned is this week, this so-called bye week, hey, nothing's happening. No, now you know a zillion things are happening, that you can't win the game this week, but you can almost lose the game this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And we experience that. That's part of the experience of going through this. Um, you know, one of the toughest things to do in, in the National Football League is to get to a Super Bowl. I'll tell you one of the toughest things to do ever is to lose a Super Bowl, right? So we went to Tampa, and 
didn't work out our way. There are a lot of reasons for that. My experience in this bad experience actually goes back to Philadelphia when we lost in 05. Um, and I remember walking out of that stadium just like never thinking there was any way we'd ever get back, mm. right? So that's the first thing that hits you. And then the second thing hits you is what could we have done differently to make this experience better, to have the outcome go the other way? And we identified you know, 15 things that we could have done better. And that goes into a file. So the next time you're in that uh, situation, you've learned from those 15. Well, we do that every single year, success or no success. So we're taking all that in. We're constantly managing it, manipulating it, getting it better, refining it so that this week will be our best week ever in preparation for Super Bowl. Unfortunately, we've had some success doing that. So hopefully it'll be even more successful as we go. See why it's awesome to have him on the show on this week, on this night. It gives you some real perspective. But there's a lot more on his plate uh, than that, and we're going to get into that too when we come back. Again, come join us. We're at the Wahlburgers inside the High V on 64th Street in the North uh, Kansas City area, in the Northland area, uh, just west of I-29. We'll be back with more from the president of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mark Donovan, after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. This game is over! This game is over! You can doubt the Chiefs! You can dislike the Chiefs! You can disrespect the Chiefs! You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs as the AFC champions. And for the third time in four years, the Lamar Hunt Trophy, the trophy named after this franchise's founder, is back in Kansas City where it belongs. What a gutsy victory. Grab a bucket of guts. The Chiefs are going to end the season where they began the season in Glendale, Arizona and Super Bowl 57. Grab a bucket of guts. That was last year after beating Cincinnati to go to Glendale, Arizona to win Super Bowl 57. And now our sights are set on Las Vegas to win Super Bowl 58. Again, our special guest tonight, president of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mark Donovan. And uh, perfect to have on, especially this week. It's kind of fun tonight. We get joined by fans electronically, right, right that FaceTime us from all over. We got Copenhagen, Denmark, but we have our German fans tonight. Uh, and that leads me into asking, the impact of the kingdom has grown almost exponentially here from international interest, social media, the ratings are off the charts yeah. uh, of these games. Uh, just give us an idea of the growth of the brand and the growth of the kingdom. Yeah, it's been, uh, you've heard this from me many times, but it's a special time to be part of this organization. It's a special time to be fans of this organization. Um, and you're starting to see that in every single measurable that we have. I mean, just to quickly take you through, you say this better than I do, but it's different here. This isn't the way it is in other NFL cities, and it's mainly because of you guys and our fans that generate the ratings and generate the attendance and, and create the Arrowhead experience. But, you know, when you're in a competitive marketplace, when, you, when you're competing with other teams, you look at things, you look at measurements, right? And um, just think about this past year, right? So... We have a Super Bowl in Arizona, which becomes one of the highest rated television programs ever. 
Then you have a draft in Kansas City. <laughs> that becomes the, one of the most attended drafts in the history of the draft. Every, every single day of the three-day draft was an increase in ratings year over year from the year before. Then you host the kickoff game, which becomes the highest-rated program ever, except for the Super Bowl before it. <laughs> then you play a bunch of regular season games, and then you go to Germany. That becomes the highest-rated international game in the history of the NFL. Then you have a, a game streamed. That becomes the most streamed event in history. Not sports, not just ever. And it just continues. And you look at our media growth, you look at our, our uh, internet growth, you look at we're the number one TikTok team in the NFL. We have the number one um, number of fans following us in Germany. We have, night, right now, we just became the number one uh, Instagram fan, uh, team in Mexico. It's just, it's across the board. And a lot of this was actually pre-Taylor. So she doesn't get all the credit for it. But she has definitely been a help. So um, it's been an incredible run. And, and the measurements are starting to, to show that. But I, I, I just want to give credit to the people who deserve it. So obviously our superstar players and, and the team itself, but also the people behind the scenes. You know, we've got a, you guys work with them a lot. You've got our social media team that is amazing at what they do. Uh, our CMO, Laura Krug, who is a genius. Um, has really created this environment of creativity and innovation that I know Lamar Hunt would be proud of yeah. because it's sort of how he's driven, how he was driven, and, uh, and we're just we're breaking records in just about everything we do. And it's, uh, it's a really inspiring place to work, and uh, I'm proud to be a part of it. That is huge. Your job, though, has always been to have an eye on the present and an eye on the future. And we've got just a couple minutes left. I want to keep you on your timeline. But the stadium issue yeah. and a lot of discussion. There's going to be a uh, vote in April uh, coming up. Just kind of fill us in where that's at and how the Chiefs kingdom um, is affected by it. Yeah, so uh, first of all, I want to thank our, our county legislators in Jackson County and the county executive for allowing this to go in front of the taxpayers and the voters of Jackson County we have, so they can decide. Uh, we've had a great partnership for 50 years, and it started with Lamar and bringing the team here, and it's, it's grown, and there have been so many amazing accomplishments over the years, but the reality is on April 2nd, we get the chance to decide whether we want to continue this great run that we're on. And from the Chiefs' perspective, we're really focused on keeping the iconic building that is Arrowhead and GHA Field. making it even better as we go forward. And um, I think there's some realities to this. One is there's, a, there's all kinds of information you're going to see and hear if you haven't already. If you break it down into its simplest parts, we have had a three cent sales tax in Jackson County since 2006. That tax doesn't change. So no change. No more money is coming out of anyone's pocket. It just continues. In addition, the county legislators and the county executive have done a good job of saying we need help from the teams in these particular areas. So we took that deal and made it better for the county to the tune of about $200 million that we're giving back to the county to make their jobs a little bit easier. And what that does is it creates the environment where we get to continue 
to have Arrowhead the way it is. We get to make it even better and give back to this community. You know, you're going to hear all this again and again and again, but the reality is in the last year, we just finished an economic impact study. It's going to come out in, the, in a few weeks. In the last year, this franchise has generated almost a billion dollars of economic impact in this region. Wow. And that's a, that's a credit to all the people who are here. But you don't get that impact without this iconic venue, without this like, really aggressive sports organization that's constantly looking for new things, like how can we host more college football? Stay tuned on that. You might hear something <laughs> tomorrow. It's going to be exciting. How can we bring in more concerts? When I got here in 2009, we had not had a concert in Arrowhead Stadium for over a decade. Last year, we broke every record we ever had with concerts. We brought Taylor Swift here twice. We brought Ed Sheeran, Billy Joel, Beyonce. We are now on the stage. And without this great venue and without this great experience, you don't have that. And if you don't have that, you don't have the economic impact. And I would finish it with, I think a real sort of uh, information point that people don't really have right now is to keep Arrowhead's lights on, to make it a safe place to be. Mm -hmm. Our organization and the Hunt family invested over $20 million in that building last year. When I got here, we invested about four or five. Every year that price goes up, that cost goes up because the building was built in 1970, really, mm -hmm. opened in 72. So we've got to continue to fund just the ability to keep it open and up and keep it the way it is. And then we want to invest even more hundreds of millions of dollars from the Hunt family to make it even better. Um, so that's the exciting part for us. You know, when you look at the renderings that I've seen and the things we have planned, you get really, really excited about the future of GHA Field and Arrowhead Stadium. Um, April 2nd is a very important piece of the puzzle. And I think the key is that we're not asking for anything more. We feel like we've had a great partnership and we want to continue it. And it keeps this great franchise in this great state. As we send him into the night, back to work, show your appreciation for one of the hardest working men we have, president of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mark Donovan. Thank you so much. You bet, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. We'll be back to close things out after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Back to wrap things up tonight. Thanks to the folks at Wahlburgers. Great, great crew. Marty and his crew are awesome here. Wahlburger inside of Hy-Vee uh, on 64th Street, just west of I-29. Having Mark Donovan on was strategic tonight because you, he just kind of laid out what this means this week, but also the impact of what's going on with this franchise that blesses all of us but it's touching more people now than it's ever touched ever before. It's time to go to Las Vegas. Now, next week, we will have no show. We'll be in Vegas, but we'll be back in two weeks. It's time to go win Super Bowl 58. Do it for Derek and to 
put the hammer down. Thanks for joining us on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. And by High V. The world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show every Monday night starting at 6 from your local area high knee store. Presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. For continuing Chiefs coverage, stay tuned to 610 Sports Radio throughout the week to hear exclusively from Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Derek Johnson, Mitch Holtis, and Danon Hughes. And if you miss the show, check out the podcast page at 610sports.com on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. About this, team. this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t